afternoon. This is Bailon Mejino from the Leader's Edge presented to you by Global Dreammakers. And I am so happy to be here to bring my wonderful guest, Jen Gilchrist, who is a speaker and soul alignment and success mentor. I just think about that. She speaks about this and she teaches about aligning with your soul for success. I love her classes. Anyway, let me tell you about her. Well, before I do that, Hi, Jen. How are you today? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. Good, good. So let me tell them, you are an entrepreneur. You've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and a spiritual mentor for 10 years. You've gone from struggling single mom to a six-figure business owner. Congratulations. Making money, doing what you love, and empowering others to do the same. Wonderful. You work with highly sensitive and spiritual entrepreneurs on a deep level, helping them to reclaim confidence, trust, and tools needed to harness their intuition, align with their purpose, and step into their next level of leadership in their business and life. So they make a bigger impact in the world while experiencing new levels of freedom and time, energy, and money in their purpose-driven business. She considers being a mother to her beautiful and talented daughter her greatest joy and accomplishment. Her favorite personal pleasure is to swim with the wild dolphin pods in Kona, Hawaii. Jen has been on close to 40 different dolphin swims with hundreds of dolphins and says that it's, it is both a playful and spiritual experience and that she has learned and transformed herself through these experiences exponentially. So Jen, awesome, awesome. I love your work. I, and just, you know, we could talk about dolphins forever, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your personal journey and what brought you to the work that you do today? All right. I consider my life a spiritual retreat. And what I mean by that is it, the activities of meditation, of Zumba, of painting, <laughs> and even swimming with the dolphins, right? Being blessed. I feel blessed to have spent six years in a row going to Hawaii, celebrating my birthday, swimming with the beautiful wild dolphins in Kona. And it's those types of experiences of that balance of divinity and action that I really believe sustain my life and build my success. And it definitely was not always this way. It was not always this aligned and peaceful. Uh, by the time I was 30, I was on that hamster wheel of society's version of success. I was a single mom. I owned my own uh, three-bedroom home by the time I was 30, built a six-figure business doing hair and makeup, going to soccer games, doing networking, managing clients. It's like I was doing all the things and I felt pride in all of that. However, I felt like I was just being taken for a ride, right? I was extremely overwhelmed and exhausted. And about 11 years ago, that ride literally came to a crashing halt. I had gone to a friend's birthday, had a couple glasses of wine, and the next thing you know, I was on my way home, and I ended up rolling my car, flipping it twice, and ending up in a ditch, and it was a real wake-up call for me, and I was really fortunate that nobody else was involved, and I wasn't physically injured. I did have a few scratches on my arm, but every single window was crashed out of my vehicle. I had to crawl out of the car, and at this point in time, I realized I needed to do life differently. Right. I couldn't keep going on in this frazzled state. I couldn't, you know, my only form of special of stress relief, I think at that time was wine and chocolate. I didn't really have any other tools known to me. So I prayed. I didn't know what to do. I prayed. And through this time, my grandfather came to me in a dream 
which was really, really a powerful experience. I just wanted to be happy and at peace. And I was quite unsure about how to take steps forward in my life to change things. And my grandfather came and he reminded me, it's like he came in this dream and just woke up something within me that there was more to me than just this body. There was angels, there was God, he was there. There's all this spiritual support at all times, really waiting to just guide and support me if I could just open up to remembering and to ask. And I woke up from that dream with this incredible sense of peace and hope in my heart that I had never experienced in my life. I just, I didn't have all the answers, but I knew that it was going to be okay. And as synchronicity would have it, you know, I let down the rabbit hole of reading every self-help book and started taking classes, learning about meditation, just started coming into my experience. I was being guided, even though I kind of barely knew what that was at this point, you know, but my intuition really opened up and I started being able to really connect with my intuitive guidance. And I went on a spiritual quest and I got really clear that I wanted to help other people wake up to their spiritual gifts and align with their purpose and just really know that they're powerful creators of their life experience. They can really change and, and experience and create whatever it is they desire. And the issue was I started this about um, 2011. And even though I was awakened and I started my first iteration of my business called Divine Spark Within, it never really took off. And there was two reasons, main reasons I look back at and realize. And one was that I was definitely still in the spiritual closet, right? It's like I had this one life of all the wedding professionals and very kind of conservatively upbringing in my family. And then I had this spiritual world and I, and I had compartmentalized them. And I couldn't imagine talking about, you know, publicly about my newly found awakened spiritual past life mediumship, angel card reading, energetic healer self. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not going to work for me. I think I'll just kind of keep it over here. You know, I'll be this and this person and over here, I'll be this person. And the second thing uh, was, you know, the tremendous fear of public speaking. I mean, to the point where I convinced all of my high school teachers to let me do those oral reports before and after school, I was like, not going to do it. But because I was a shy honor student, they're like, okay, you know, and I got away with it. And I just never moved to that fear. But this lifelong fear was keeping me hidden and small in my business, right? It wasn't allowing me to be seen. And so uh, God has a funny sense of humor. <laughs> and I found myself at a client attraction looking like, okay, how do I start attracting clients now? You know, how do I get people to find me? And the next thing I know, they're talking about speaking. When I was arguing with my angels, I'm like, really? Now? No way. I can't do this public speaking stuff. Are you kidding me? This has got to be a joke. That's way down the road, you know, because I did see visions of speaking on stages and writing books, but I didn't imagine it was going to be this soon. And that's when I took myself outside, right? I had been at this point in time, I was far enough in my journey that I have a meditation practice that I'll, I could share later mm -hmm. about the TLC mm -hmm. body meditation. You can tune in and really get clear about what does fear feel like versus being, you know, being out of alignment versus being in alignment and just moving through your comfort zone because they can feel similar. So I took myself outside and I walked myself through the process and I realized that, you know, when I'm in, my actions are aligned with my voice and my intuition, fear doesn't stop me, right? I can trust and I can leap. And it was in this process that I got that, you know, keeping in alignment with my visibility fears, facing them head on and taking the leap of faith by investing really $22,000 in learning my biggest fear of public speaking was exactly what allowed me to be where I am today. 
And so now I love that I get to be here with all of you, just sharing this, making a difference, encouraging other entrepreneurs and leaders to really share their message and to make that positive impact in the world that I know you're being guided to by trusting your intuition, moving through your fears and being able to take that action. That's a little bit about why I love what I do and why I'm here. <laughs> well, I think that's wonderful. There, I think many of us, if not all of us, at some point will get through some kind of breakthrough. Have, you get to the edge of the cliff, right? And it's like, well, do I leap or do I just stand here and hope nobody pushes me, right? <laughs> but either way, you have to move. You have to move. And sometimes, you know, you, you were talking about how you had compartmentalized your life. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that creates a dark night of the soul because you are separate. You are not, you, you are not, um, what is the word? You're not in alignment. You know, you're not integrating everything that you are. So you, you can you tell us a little bit about that? And in hindsight, uh, how did you get through it? And maybe, you know, uh, I know that, let me just back up a little bit. I know that today we have a lot of people talking about being an empathic leader, right? And for those who don't really know how to handle that, they hit overwhelm pretty quickly, or they don't know what to do with all of that information. Perhaps you can tell us how can people handle that energetic overwhelm and find balance so that they can make decisions that are balanced. Yeah, definitely energetic overwhelm. You know, at that point in time, I didn't really know what that term was. I didn't know that I was highly sensitive or empathic or even intuitive really at that time. But in hindsight, it was definitely energetic overwhelm that I was experiencing. And so let me just share a quick example, because some people may not know what that is. And I do think the first step is having the awareness that you are overwhelmed, right? Because we are just programmed in a society to keep pushing through, make it work, no numb and cope how we have to just get the job done at our detriment, which is ultimately what led me to my car accident. And so for me, the first time I had conscious awareness, I, I was out of the blue, I was shampooing one of my clients hair at the, this time I was working in the salon, I just had my awakening about a year prior, and I was shampooing her hair. And all of a sudden I got this piercing migraine headache out of nowhere, which was strange because I don't get headaches ever. And the next thing you know, we're walking back over to the station and she's like, wow, you have magic fingers. You know, um, I've had a migraine for three days and now it's just gone. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is the first conscious experience of this transference of energy that happens, especially for empaths and highly sensitive people. And so it's important to understand and recognize and, and learn really these energetic, having boundaries between the understanding of what's your energy versus somebody else's. Because if we don't, we're gonna get overwhelmed and burnt out, but it will also clog up our clarity. Sometimes we'll be taking in other people's ideas or judgments that might be conflicting with our own intuitive of guidance or our own souls, you know, what we want to do in our business or decisions we want to make. And it will, it will cloud up our ability to have that discernment about what our true guidance is or what actions to even take or what our vision even is. Sometimes we can start creating goals for other people and get totally off track from what it is we want to create. And so I think the first step is just having that awareness and then regular uh, meditation tools really has been a life changer for me. In fact, I created a whole course around it just learning how to run, you know, be present with yourself, right? I think that's the first thing is just being present with yourself on a consistent basis so that you can really recognize, you know, is this my feeling or somebody else's? 
Uh, there's a lot of tools around that, but that's essential to recognize for sure. Uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> really, is this my intuition or is this my ego? Yeah. Uh, and is it is this something from from my past or something that I was taught mm -hmm. that perhaps I don't want to do anymore? You know, it, it, it can create such a conflict internally. For so sure. You, you teach a lot of different ways that people can access their intuition and develop it so that um, they can work with their own intuition as well as with their spiritual support team um, <clears throat> so that they can align, so that they can align their lives and their work. Uh, can you give us a tip about um, how they can cultivate, start to cultivate their spiritual gifts and use them consistently in their life and and tap into their spiritual support team. Yeah, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning, I like to consider my life a spiritual retreat, you know, and this is something, it was a mindset shift for me to really consider that meditation and journaling and starting my day every day in this way is actually a part of my work day. It's no longer if I have time, right? We'll start to put those things aside. So to me, first and foremost, taking that consistent meditation practice, like giving yourself that time and space, even if it's just five or 10 minutes each morning, each day to really start being centered with you. Otherwise, so often, I think we can just begin with opening up our, our email and responding to Facebook notifications right out of bed, right in our bed, maybe, you know what I mean? And then we're responding to the day and we're no, we're not even connected. We're in response, right? When we take the time to start to consistently connect with ourselves, first and foremost, you start to hear that stall, small, still voice within right? That true inner voice of your own, as well as that of source or your spiritual support team, right? That's how you're going to hear it because the mind and the ego and the to-dos and the fears and all of this chatter is much louder. And so it takes a little bit of time and practice to just connect inward. And through that consistency, you'll start to recognize, right? I think first and foremost, you got to ask, you got to pause and you got to say, I love this too. I've always heard prayer, you know, or setting intention, you know, that's the ask, but then we got a meditation is where you hear the answer to your prayer. And I also teach this through journaling as well, right? Where you start to ask and say, Hey, you know, give me some loud, clear signs. I can easily understand, you know, sometimes we just forget to open up to that, spiritual support that's already there or our own higher intuitive knowing and when you do that you'll start to notice you know signs that come throughout the day through different ideas or visions you know there's five main ways through your spiritual site or physical site where you might get ideas in your meditation or dreams or you might just kind of have facebook post feed passing through and you see a workshop that's all about something you're wanting to learn about you know um, you might hear conversations you might hear your inner voice you might just feel, get a feeling like, oh, I really need to call this person today, or I might really need to read this book. And then boom, your answer that you've been seeking is there. And so this is the small ways that you can begin to cultivate that relationship between you and your inner knowing, your intuition, which is that communication between yourself, your higher self and source. And it's just through that day-to-day -day practice that you'll begin to cultivate the trust and really the discernment of what is true guidance versus fear. Right. Remembering fear and ego is going to speak, you know, your inner guidance, your true guidance, even if it's heeding you a warning or a redirection, you're never going to feel berated or judged or, you know, it's never going to come at you in a mean or demeaning way or 
It's never going to be fear-based in the way that it's delivered. And so sometimes, you know, that's one way that you can begin to discern it. But I also just think you you have to cultivate your own a library of symbols, right? All of our intuition works and speaks a little differently. And when you give yourself that quiet time and space, you'd be so surprised how quickly you start to be able to recognize ideas. And when you take action on them and then see on the other side, oh, wow, that led me here. You start to really validate those little in, those little action voices in your mind and, and really begin to recognize your intuition more easily throughout your waking day. Yes, it becomes it becomes the way that we engage the rest of our world to co-create. Right. To co-create. It doesn't just originate from us. It doesn't all start there, or or maybe it does start there, but it gains flesh and more meaning, more oomph. <laughs> <laughs> the momentum, right? You, you can expand to beyond our, our physical limitations. All of a sudden, sometimes it becomes like what we, our seed sprouts into this much more fun, miraculous, big, you know, opportunity sometimes that we may not have even had for ourselves, right? From our limited perspective. So yes, awesome. Yeah. And then, and then when we're in that space of flow, then we're able to bring in resources and people and uh, other people's energy and, uh, possibilities that our small brains couldn't really imagine as you said yes absolutely so so as we're going along with our day and trying to figure out okay what am I we ask the question we start to look around we see answers um, we also see what's happening in the physical world all around us right um, and I know that one of the biggest things for people is that push and pull of staying in alignment with your vision for your life and your business you know he, at global dream makers they are one and the same okay they, it's just a different extension of the whole so um how do you help people or, or what are ways that you can uh, suggest that people can stay in alignment or uh yeah how can they stay in alignment yeah i think that's great um I think when we, one big aspect is the masculine and feminine energy, right? And so I'll speak to that a little bit. Some may or may not know whether you're male or female, we all have, you know, what we would call our masculine and our feminine energy, and they need to work together, right? I think we're breaking through and we're shifting an entire paradigm shift really in how we are showing up in the world as leaders, as, and, but also just as people in our day-to-day -day life, right? And we're breaking down the, 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 we have to just push to get it done. That patriarchal male kind of distorted aspect of how we've been taught to do business or how do we been taught to take action in life. And so some ways to recognize, I think having that awareness, you know, the masculine energy when it's not in alignment will feel like pushing. You'll feel like burnout. You're, it'll have that chasing, you know, energy when it comes to attracting clients, right? You're, you don't, you know, we have all known how it felt when somebody's trying to get you, right? And it's like, ah, and we start to want to repel because it feels aggressive or overbearing or controlling, right? So some of these are the distorted masculine energy that we're shedding. Now we do need the masculine. That's the action. That's actually getting the book written. That's actually pressing go live and doing these interview series, right? So we have to have that masculine in action. The other thing that can be out of balance is the feminine. So the divine feminine and it's uh, when it's not in balance can look like having 15 journals going and all these ideas mapping out um, programs full to completion, but never actually launching it. 
right? Never actually launching it because you could just be all up kind of ungrounded in the, um, where it feels comfortable. And I see that empathic leaders, as you were speaking to earlier, can kind of find themselves here kind of stuck in this, oh, it feels so nice in the upper chakras and, you know, kind of in this, like, not quite in action zone, right? Because it can feel uncomfortable to take the the, that the action of, of moving through your comfort zone and, and doing what your soul is calling you to do, right? Because our purpose is going to be on the other side of some of this fear, right? So in that way, it's a big spiritual growth to step into your leadership in, a, in, in this purpose-driven way. And so when you recognize, you know, what does it look like when I'm in or out of alignment and the positive aspects of, of the divine masculine energy that we all have is it's that inspired. It starts from the inspiration of the feminine, which is that creative, intuitive, you know, free flowing, that, that space of that eternal, you know, intuitive knowing, right. It starts there and that leads and informs our action. And so then, you know, you can work, work, work for days sometimes, you know, on a project, if it's fully aligned with the expression of your soul and you're guided because you feel, you feel lit up from the experience, right. The action becomes easy. You don't start hitting roadblocks. And so recognizing when, and sometimes I do feel this can be confusing as well for people just to throw it out there. You know, when you're taking, you can go along with an inspired idea and feel really lit up take the action and suddenly find yourself hitting a, a ball and going oh my gosh I was really excited about this two weeks ago or when I started it but now I'm feeling burnt out so recognizing where are you at right know when to pause know when to go give yourself permission to retreat back into that feminine energy and I think that's something collectively we're really learning and really needing to learn more of, of giving that permission of that space of being in that feminine energy, especially if you're hitting up against a lot of resistance or fear or blocks or effort or burnout, that means, okay, I need to take a pause. Even if I have a deadline, the fastest way there is to take a pause, reconnect with myself and say, you know, what wants to happen? What, what is actually going on here? Where is this misalignment? Because when you're actually aligned, your energy will be there for the action. Does that make sense? And so I think just recognizing, you know, if I'm in burnout and pushing, then I need to lean back into my feminine, reconnect for new action. If I'm finding myself that I've created all these ideas and six months later, I haven't actually shared it with the world. Well, then I need to address what is within me, what fear do I need to move through in order to now be able to actually feel the fear and take the action anyways that I'm being guided to do. So the misalignment can happen on both sides. Does that help? Yes. Oh, gosh, I had a question and it just went out. Oh, don't you hate it when that happens? <laughs> well, okay, so wait, let, let me think for just a second, just a second. Um, tell us a little bit about who you love to work with. I love to work with those who have gone through spiritual awakening. So I feel like my part of my, a big part of my mission is working with those who feel guided to be of service in the world in some way, make an, a powerful impact and, and with their own unique stories, with their own gifts so that they can have that ripple effect collectively. We're all helping the world awaken to be this, you know, more beautiful place that we're moving towards on in, in a spiritual way. And so I love to support those who, you know, oftentimes they've gone through spiritual awakening and they may have not realized they're intuitive or highly sensitive. So I love to work with people in general that want to develop, you know, their sensitivities, their intuition in a way that they're not overwhelmed and help them gain the clarity and the tools to 
work through their own inner blocks so that it doesn't stop them and really tune into what are my actions and best next steps to take, even if it's not logical. Because I'll tell you, your intuition is your fast track to success, but we have to trust it enough to be able to take the guided action because it's often not logical. Right. And so I love empowering people with the confidence in themselves, the trust in their intuition, and really just being able to stand in their full power so that they can really share with the world what their soul's calling them to do. And I believe that the people, you know, we've come in prior prior to our lifetime with this with this agreement, right? What does our soul want to express itself? You know, much like I think you said earlier, your personal and your business, it's all one, right? I believe our life purpose at the core is aligning, embodying, and expressing that truth of who you are. And it, and for the, those that I work with, it's often through a business and or being of service in some way, writing, speaking, something like that. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so I know you offer a lot of wonderful programs and you have one coming up, but can you share a bit about how people can connect with you and what is the transformational work that you're offering? Yes, I would love to. Um, the first thing that's coming up is the four-day Amplify Your Clairvoyance, Channeling, and Healing Abilities. Now, this is a really powerful four-day series. It's the, I think, the third or fourth time I've run it now. And every time, you know, more and more information and downloads come through. And we have thousands of comments from the last uh, time I ran it where people just felt, wow, I can connect with my intuition in a new way. I'm actually seeing for the first time I have more faith in my abilities. So through this program or through the four-day series, which is essentially how I would run a program even. So it's a high value a free event that I have on Facebook and replays, of course, are available where we'll look at cultivating your spiritual gifts, how to connect with your spiritual support team, really awakening your gifts to the next level, because I love doing energy work as well, but with practical tools and worksheets that you can start to implement into your day-to-day -day life. So this is just how you begin to integrate this new way of being that's led by your intuitive guidance as well as a lot around the energetic mastery, the piece about being overwhelmed, you know, it really teaching you tools of how to thrive as a highly sensitive or empathic person and entrepreneur so that you can use these as your greatest gift as, instead of feeling burnt out or overwhelmed by them. So that's what that series is all about. And that begins live next week, which is if you're listening to this in real time, February 22nd through 26th. However, I do run this about three times a year. So I'll leave the information there so that people can connect with that or look at the replays if they're unable to make it live. And I also have um, an amplifier gift soul alignment activation that you can get anytime. It's a download that is just a beautiful experience and energy healing to help you really start to move through your fears and your doubts and start to connect and activate your inherent spiritual gifts, right? Your intuitive gifts are part of who you are as a being. And so it helps you to really unearth and connect with them more deeply. And then of course, I've got my Facebook group. Soul Inspired Leaders Collective, where I'm really active in there. And we have a beautiful community of soulful, like-minded people who are on a mission to create this, uh, their purpose-driven work in the world and really share the higher truth of who they are. They're also a very safe space to connect with and cultivate your intuitive gifts and to just connect with other people. And I, I share a lot of valuable content in there. Sometimes I do readings, I do new moon circles, lots of things to help you stay aligned with your higher path. And really stay in the energy of the rest of the world and the cosmos, really understanding. So what does this mean when we're in Mercury retrograde and nothing's working? <laughs> <laughs> 
more tech things this time than usual. I mean, <laughs> I've noticed. So, I mean, ultimately, let me just start by saying I'm not an astrologer. However, I definitely know that uh, working with the energy of the universe is always going to be better. So I stay, I do stay uh, aware of what's happening in the, in the cosmos and Mercury in retrograde is really an opportunity for transformation. It's a time where we are being called more inner reflective time. So that would be leaning into that feminine energy, that giving time for retreat, for, um, rest and for connecting with your intuition, because during this time, you're going to be called to review, right? So you can remember retrogrades as it's a time to review what's going on in your life, what's working and what's not, to uh, release those things that are not working, to retreat into a little bit more quiet self-care into that feminine energy, to uh, realign, right? So it's all these re's. So the energy feels like it's not moving forward in some ways, it's not technically going backwards, but it is a review period. And it's all so that you can really see what comes to the surface is the things that are not aligned to where you're going next, right? It's the things that you're being called and led to either let go of or change about change in somewhere, or it could even just be your mindset. It could be relationships, right? It could be different things outside of your work that are showing up that are actually your next step to, to take that next level of impact in your work, right? Because it's all related. The other thing I would say is that, um, you know, sometimes because Mercury is about that kind of, it's that reflection time, it's also communication. So historically speaking, people noticed communication conflicts with others. So you want to try to be really clear in your communication and maybe not be reactive, but just be sort of um, very clear in your communication and also be a good listener because you might have heard something wrong. And so a lot of times miscommunications happen or computer glitches happen or technology breaks. Like these are kind of because they're in the communication center uh, that's being reflected. Sometimes that will, it'll come out that way. So, you know, this is a time for need to practice the pause <laughs> and, um, and then you know like I said sometimes basically it's guiding you to maybe realign newer action are you you're okay okay all yeah, of a sudden I'm I'm okay. Okay. back when I talk I want to make sure it on. so yeah that's what retrograde is that time to really look at you know what things are coming up as opportunities and realign with that where you're being called to go. Okay, so I just have one more question. Um, we're in this incredible time of change everywhere. You know, society, all of the structures, everything is changing. It's being turned upside down or sideways so that it's it, it better aligns for us for the future. It's making everybody, everybody uncomfortable and Un, unhappy and just not uh, not confident about where they're going in the future. Uh, they don't know what's next, uh, and so there's a, there's a lot of unease. So, what can you say to people about intuition, spiritual support um, in this time for change? To be able to ride the wave, to be able to get clear and move forward into the unknown because that's where we're going yeah i think you just nailed it and part of the fear a big part of it is just the fear of the unknown there's so much change often people want to hold on to what's comfortable or what they know or what has been and so collectively I feel we are in a big dark night of soul right? as a collective 
human race. And so as an empath, especially, you're going to be feeling that. And a lot of the confusion you might be feeling might not even be yours. So first of all, recognizing, disconnecting, you know, unconnecting, stay connected to yourself, I should say. Make that a priority because a lot of what you're feeling is matching the collective that'll compile um, more fear and confusion than probably actually have, especially for those listening to the uh, podcast. Um, and then the second thing is just accepting what is, right? Because sometimes, you know, when things, you know, have a big reset, which is what's happening, it's actually for the positive. But the first step of the creation process is actually letting go, right? It's sort of a destruction. Like, I love this one. Um, Pele, I worked with Pele doing energy healings in Hawaii. Oh, you can't hear me. Can you guys hear me? I am showing. Oh, there you are. Okay. That's okay. 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 I see writing. Um, so it is, uh, what was I saying? So it's all about the, the first step of the creation process is letting go of the old, right? And so that is really happening right now is there's a huge letting go. Having acceptance of what is and not resisting the change will actually be how you can navigate it more easily with confidence and with maturity. And really see it all as the light at the end of the tunnel, right? We sometimes have to let go of all these structures and paradigms that are no longer really working. And it's just come to this big way and that create a lot of, of rapid change, which can create fear for people. So moving out of the people's sphere, connecting with yourself, accepting what is, and just asking, you know, what wants to happen? What wants to happen? What is my next step? And realizing that you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to take that one or two steps at a time day and six months Yeah, I give it a little bit more of a, a framework beyond that. Um, I, I give it a framework of... Um, as the benevolent queen of my queendom, what is the next thing that needs to happen? Yeah, love it. because we could be coming from all different kinds of perspectives. I, I encourage people to come from the benevolent sovereign person who is co-creating with everybody and everything else. Yes, for sure. That's why that morning success to me connecting with yourself each day is that expanding into that higher version is so essential because then you're, you're looking from that limited human perspective and just like I think from that larger, more vantage who you are, right? For sure. Yes. I love okay. it. Well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. I mean, I know that intuition is one of those um, unknowns for people. <laughs> One of those fuzzy places that, oh, this is something that I need to know about, but where do I go? And so now they know they can go to you. Uh, and uh, the, this um, this interview will be up, you know, when I have it up, I, I will put the links in. But until then, which may be a couple days, if people want to uh, to access your uh, your programs, I'll put the link into the post where we have the link to this. So if they came here, that's where they, they'll find the answer. <laughs> that's where they'll find the link. I yeah. posted in over in LinkedIn and over at Global Dream Makers on um in on Facebook. So do you have any any last uh, last thoughts or tips you'd like to share before we close? 
Well, I would just love to say, you know, I believe that if you're here watching this, you have an important message to share. You have a problem to share. And the world needs your message and the beauty in that. I feel so, you know, when we are aligned and expressing the entire truth of our soul, we want to share abundance, joy, freedom. All these things are natural byproducts. And the beauty is, as you feel that way, you also have that ripple effect for others around you. And together, we can really make this uh, this powerful shift in so I know that all your questions are heard, and I'm super excited to hear what you share as well. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. We're all here, part of this shift, helping to make it happen. Yeah, so we're all holding the space with light for everybody to step in. So come on and step in. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen. It's been a pleasure having you on the Leader's Edge. And we will have you again. I'm sure we will. Uh, because, you know, connection to spirit and intuition is at the core of the Dreammaker Matrix that we teach people to use. So you're you're right there. And uh, uh, and give us so much information. Um, I, I always have to go back and listen at least once or twice to when you do your teachings because it's so packed with information uh, that can be immediately um, actionable, immediately. And it makes a difference, makes a huge difference. So thank you for doing everything that you're doing and um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye-bye.